listening to the How Do We Get Here podcast. I'm Morris in Ann Arbor, Michigan, with Chad in Las Vegas, Nabuda. <laughs> I thought we were just going to stop saying the state. Nope. I'm just going to say it all messed up, even okay. more messed up each time. That's good. I like it better. Yeah. I, I don't so, really care how it's pronounced, but I feel the need to like correct you when you pronounce it wrongly the way I pronounce it wrongly. Yeah, I don't even hear it anymore. Okay. Yeah. Um, so this is 24 hours later from the last podcast. We're just going to start know. doing one to two to ten podcasts a day. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna just do a million in one year in one week. Yeah, and the, yeah. It, like as soon as we get sick of podcasting, at least we'll have a hundred thousand episodes to like upload. We'll have a whole library. Yeah. Um. Because you, we were doing this again because you're like you can't wait. Yeah, I get I get so excited about to, to talk about yeah. our Boston College dining hall job. Really, for me, like I haven't thought about a lot of these things in such a long time. So like things just pop up in my head. I'm like, oh yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So this is like, <clears throat> so I was telling Melissa about how we're recording again, and she was like. Oh, like maybe this time it will be shorter because you just talked to him yesterday. <laughs> oh, oh, Melissa, you're so mistaken. <laughs> no, maybe, maybe we'll get into it and be like, uh, actually, this was uh, a bad idea. Yeah, maybe. <clears throat> so, do you want to just jump right into it? Do you want to? Do you have some? Do you have something to talk about? Um, I day? do. I since since. Uh, since we're 24 hours removed from our 30-minute talk about pizza, I want to inform inform everyone that I am getting pizza tonight. Oh, where are you getting it from? I don't know yet. Is it because of our talk yesterday? It is. That's why I, like, asked. <laughs> like, my, my thing at lunch when I – well, because Jess is recovering from surgery, so I'm, like, I make lunch if need be, if right. something needs to be made. Um Though I think I forgot to make her lunch today. <laughs> I, oh no, no, I cooked something up. I did. Um, but my like question at lunch is like, what are we having for dinner? Because I'm already ready to like eat again. So, I think when I watched that um, that Netflix show the next day, I went and got pizza. Yeah, man. You just say the word pizza, and that I have to have it within 24 hours. Just a quick. A quick continuation note from yesterday's conversation. <laughs> Have you ever had pizza from Costco? Oh, um, like once, but people like swear by it as the best pizza. So it's not the best pizza, but it's very good pizza for what you pay for it. It's like nine ninety nine, and it's an eighteen inch pizza. It's like huge. Yeah, I've I got it by the slice, and it's like a quarter of that for I don't know, like a couple bucks, like. Right. Two, yeah i like how the either you can get a pepperoni pizza i think or a cheese pizza or a combo pizza and they're all the same price that's a pretty good deal once we left uh new england or new york and boston and then moved to minnesota we like tried to find pizza and it was like all terrible and then we were like wait a second costco has pizza So, like, your go-to pizza joint is Costco now? It is. Like, there's, so the pizza in Michigan, there's a couple of places. Like, they do Detroit pizza. Have you ever had that? No, I bet it's gross. It's just, like, covered in dirt. <laughs> mud and... Yeah, it's covered in, uh, it's in, covered in brake oil fluid. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's kind, it's a mix between, it's, like, Sicilian, like, the square pizza. Um, mm-hmm. And it's not quite deep dish, but the 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 cheese is on the bottom and it's very crispy uh, and it's actually actually bad. it's what it's it's not bad it reminds me of like kind of like very crispy not as oily pizza hut pizza but square okay so you mentioned like where the cheese is you said the cheese is on where i think it's on the bottom on the bottom of the veggies like i think instead of like tomato sauce and then cheese on top i think detroit pizza is upside down uh, that's weird but um that reminds the pizza place i like here which i don't know what it's called or what the style is but the cheese is on the very top so it's like 
sauce and veggies and then cheese like holding it all together i like that that's that's definitely like a casserole yeah <laughs> does it come good. does it come in the baking pan i mean i've never we've never been to the restaurant i don't like go places to get pizza <laughs> oh are you getting uh, pizza tonight delivered yeah man that's the that's what's the, that's the beauty of pizza <laughs> someone brings it to me anyways so Costco pizza. No way. No way. <laughs> because because we're well this this will be the segue because there's there was a pizza place in like Newton, Newton, Massachusetts. Right. And it had the square slices and like the box looked like a book. Yes. Do you remember that place? I think it still exists, but I don't remember the name. Oh man, that was that is literally my favorite pizza ever. So then you might like Detroit style pizza. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I just like squares. That's all that matters. <laughs> One more thing about pizza. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the neighboring town, Ypsilanti, um, is home to the original Domino's pizza. Is that exciting? No, but what is exciting is that select Domino's delivery, I don't know, delivery cars here are self-driving. Like no car, no person in the car. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, and you have to like go out to get the pizza from the car, and you have to like they give oh, you a, no. a punch. You have to punch in a pin number or something and go and get your pizza. Screw that, man! <laughs> Especially in Michigan, where it's going to be snowy as hell. Right. Wait, it's much, right. Yeah, it's it's pretty cold out. Yeah. No. No deal. And <laughs> bring me the. Di- <laughs> and one more thing. I let the. Yeah. <laughs> one more Domino's related note. I got questions about Domino's now, though. So um, the other day, I was sitting in like the common room of our like our apartment building, and around lunchtime, I saw someone like they must have ordered a, a delivery Domino's pizza, and the delivery person was a female. Is that interesting? Never saw that before. Like an attractive female or just a female? I mean, she wasn't ugly. <laughs> She was like a college-aged female that was like, she didn't look like a slob or anything. She was like decked out in Domino's gear. So your ex- expectations of like pizza delivery guys is like gross, hairy men. No, but I usually expect it to be a guy. That's interesting. Yeah. I've never seen I've never seen a female pizza delivery person before. What do you think that says, says about the pizza delivery industry? In here, in Ann Arbor, or just in general, because it's always dudes. In general. Yeah, because it's always dudes. Um, probably that it's probably not a safe job for females, or it's not seen yeah. as a safe job. Right. But she didn't. That's a sad world we live but in. But she didn't seem to have a problem. She probably had guns. Can you carry guns in uh, Michigan? Uh, probably. I've heard that the western part of the state is very, very redneck. Oh really? Yeah. Um, Vegas. Uh, I went to a Walmart when I first moved to Vegas, and that was the first time I saw someone just like carrying a gun. Not it was terrifying. Even in Texas. <laughs> well, um, like carrying a handgun on their person. Like obviously, I've seen guns before, but I I don't know the laws. But I think uh, think Texas is like concealed carry. Oh, so they didn't just brandish it out. Right, it's not just like sitting there. They have to hide it. Interesting. Yeah, and it was exactly the kind of person you would expect <laughs> to be at a Walmart A, and to be carrying a gun in Walmart. That's a little scary. This is why you don't go to Walmart. We don't go to Walmart. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not allowed to go there anymore. I sneak it in a little sometimes. <laughs> why don't you? I'm not. We just go to Target. Yeah, Target's further away, and it's not on the way to my work, oh. so. If I really need a swing in, like the other day, I needed uh, like shampoo, so I like stopped there. Have you ever been to a, or have you ever heard of a Myers? I've not. M e i j e r. That's ridiculous. I know we didn't know how to pronounce it at first until I saw it, like a commercial for it on television, and it's like mm-hmm. a grocery store, but it, it's basically Walmart. Oh, because Walmart has like clothes and stuff. This place has clothes as well, and they have like a. Like a fish tank section. It's always weird that to me, the, like the super Walmarts and stuff that have groceries right across from all the 
baby clothes so and stuff. We have like a super target here that has groceries, but it's like not next to that stuff. They kind of strategically put it. It's like really separated. Yeah. yeah. Target is much more enjoyable to go through, but I know, I know what it is. It's, it's the lighting target is, it? is much brighter is much brightly, much more brightly lit and target or Walmart feels like a, like a dank warehouse. And always, and it smells okay, like so, McDonald's. Right, it always smells like McDonald's because there's a McDonald's in it. Yeah, but um, the thing I noticed about the Walmart, and now I can't remember the Target, but like the ceilings are so high and like not finished or anything, so it does like it feels like a giant warehouse, and it's so right. big. But it's not well lit. That's the problem because Costco is a giant warehouse, but I don't feel like I'm in some crap hole. Um, the Walmarts in LA were kind of the scariest places on earth. There aren't many of them and they're not like huge because there's not a lot of space. So like there was like a three story. I I moved uh, to California, like on the 4th of July was the first day and I was just like killing time. So I was like, I'll go check out the Walmart because I was from Texas and I like I literally I like wanted to cry and I wanted to go back home. It was so scary. It was like three stories, and there was just like crap thrown everywhere. That sounds about right. And like it was all tight, like super, like way narrow aisles because there was no space. It's oh, like man. when you go to a Target that's like not in a good neighborhood, and everything is just like thrown everywhere. Yeah, it's so crazy. There's a really good stand-up comedian that has a really good joke about that. And it's really funny. Do you know his name? Um, his name is he goes by like Sebastian. Okay, <laughs> I forgot his last name, but he just goes by Sebastian. I'll have to check that out for my Walmart humor. Yeah, <laughs> I, he's actually talking about Ross Dress for Less. <laughs> that time when I went to Texas with you. We went to like a Walmart at like two in the morning or something like that. Yeah, that was a, like in Texas. It's open twenty four. Well, not like the one we went to was open twenty four hours. So it's like all you can do. If you're a stupid kid in the middle of the night. I think in the middle of the country is where everything is open twenty four hours. Like all, we have uh, the Myers that's close to here is twenty four hours, and the grocery store in Minnesota yeah. that was close to us was also twenty four hours. And it was really nice to go at like ten p.m. when yeah. there's nobody there. There's like no right. traffic. There's, there's no lines, and like I think only one cash register person. Right. That's that's the part I don't like. Like they turn off all the lights. Like they turn off like half the lights, and nobody's right. working. <laughs> so it's just like. That's kind of creepy to me, but I guess some people think it's nice. But I live in Vegas, so there's a lot of things that are open to me. Yeah, because people just don't sleep there. Yeah, that's why I have to sleep doubly. (laughs) You're just sleeping for everyone else. Yeah, man. (laughs) Well, that was a good continuation. Do you have more questions about Domino's? Um, So, well, first I thought you were going to say that they like delivered in old timey cars. Like if Domino's was made like in the 60s, they should deliver... Like no, from that, like super fan, the they have first Domino's delivery cars here where they have, it's like a little, it's like a little hatchback, like a VW golf or something like that. But the back part of it is, mm-hmm. I think the back part of the car is an oven. It's like heated up. Yeah. I, I've seen, I saw those. Yeah, I've seen like, those they pull the pizza out of the back of the side through this like slot or something. Pretty cool. Um, yeah. I forgot my other qu- pizza question. Sure it wasn't important. So, I had given us a segue into what we were really going to talk about, but then no, I just got sidetracked again. So now you need to segue again. Okay. Just keep talking about pizza. A little known trick. If you were ever in like dire need of a Costco pizza is that you don't necessarily need a Costco membership to get to the, their food court. Um, well, the ones I remember, like you could order food like outside. There was like a walk-up window. Yeah, in California, for whatever reason, the food courts are outdoors. Probably because the weather's nicer. But everywhere yeah. else that I've been to, it's like you have to go inside. But when you go to pay for the food, they don't ever check for your your membership card there. So the other thing I've heard about Costco is you also don't need a card for buying alcohol. This is not true. I don't think. It's true in Massachusetts. I know that for a fact because their alcohol is like placed in a separate like a separate part of the store. Like you yeah. have to go into the main store, but in Michigan and in Minnesota, the alcohol was like just near like the produce. And so I've I've never done it. I'm assuming you might need membership though. But you have a membership, so. Yes. 
Yeah. It's very well worth it. Well, if I can just get the booze without any membership, then I'll just do that. Yeah. No, their booze are like pretty well priced. Yeah. And cameras. That's where I get my cameras and booze. You go to Costco to buy cameras in bulk? Yeah. Don't they have like a huge camera section? They 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 have like a pretty good um, electronic section. I never looked for cameras. Yeah. Yeah. Who has a camera? Everyone has an iPhone now. What? <laughs> Asking the professional <laughs> photographer. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I don't have a job anymore. Because of iPhones? Because of people's friends that have iPhones. Like, we don't need you. My friend has an iPhone. My friend has an iPhone with 20 megapixels. Yeah, what are you going to do with those megapixels? I, I have no idea. Yeah, people don't even know what they're there for. <laughs> they just like big numbers, so they're like, ooh. <laughs> So what's your segue? Well, now now we already moved away from pizza. We had a pizza segue because we spent our time like making pizzas. Well, I mean, you could have kept talking about Costco pizzas. I know, but I wanted to talk about booze. We can talk about booze because we went to work drunk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, I so I never buy like hard liquor from um, from Costco. I used to because it came in really nice like like holiday sets. And they would have oh, like yeah. little like specialized glasses and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I can't think of what it's called, but there's like a, a booze warehouse here. And it's like just a huge place with uh, that's all they sell is alcohol. And they always have like really cool holiday sets and like collector sets. But you're in like Vegas. So like I'm assuming that's kind of like everywhere. Why? The thing is a chain. Oh. So that particular chain is in a lot of places yeah it's like when you go to like a a walgreens on the strip and they have like those little those little disgusting like pre-made um mixed drinks that are like in a little like glass ball yeah vegas is weird and it's like near the candy aisle and stuff like that yeah so like vegas they want you drinking in the casinos so it's like if you're here as a um a tourist is like a bitch to get booze, like bottles of booze for like, well, they'll sell them like in the hotels, but it'll be a hundred dollars for a bottle in the mini bar. Yeah. But we, I mean, you can just drive, I guess if you take a cab to like a grocery store to get regular priced booze. Yeah, that's fine. You can do that. <laughs> but, we'll let you. But, but nobody like has a car ever. Right. So you have to like take a special trip. We always made the cab driver like stop at a place like on the way to the hotel. <laughs> like, okay, we're going to stop somewhere. So do you want to do you want to segue into our time at Upper Campus Dining Hall McElroy? Boston College McElroy Dining Facilities you, late night. Did you ever pronounce it McElroy? Um, no, I'm pretty sure I always said McElroy. But I don't know where I learned how to say that. I We could all have been wrong. No, so I used to say McElroy because, simply because I knew somebody with that last name and spelled it that way. Uh, and then I think okay. I heard someone at like one of those, I think at the welcome lunch during orientation said McElroy. Uh, okay. And it was like a running joke when the orientation leaders like would say it. I don't know why. It was a stupid joke. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a very good joke. Um, and so... Like the first thing I did when I got to Boston College was I was like, I want to be on the radio station. So I had like tracked down the radio station. It was like the only thing open. Like none of the clubs existed yet because you had that like club week where you went to all the tables. But it was before that. But since the radio station was always running, it was open. So that was like my first experience like in the bowels of McElroy. Yeah, because it was underneath the dining hall. Yeah. Did you start working there and then I worked there? Or did we work there at the same time, like independent of each other? I, that's a that's a great question. Because um, I don't remember. I feel like, uh, I don't know. Because I remember like the, I wasn't supposed to, my parents didn't want me to have a job when I was in college because they wanted me like studying and stuff. <laughs> but I wanted money <laughs> for booze. I don't know. Well, I don't even know what we spent our money on. It was stupid. Um, you didn't even spend your money on magic cards at that point in time. No, no I didn't even have magic at that point. Uh, what a sad. Um, so I remember like the hassle of like convincing my parents. To, I like needed like my birth certificate or whatever to get a job. 
they, is that a thing? They, they needed that. I needed something to be allowed to work, and I didn't have it. It was like in my parents' safety deposit box, so I had to like make up something so they would send me a copy of it. It had to have been birth it or like social security card. That's what it was. So I know that I did not have either of those things on me, and I'm pretty sure I didn't have to like bother my parents for that. And, and I wonder. Uh, see, I don't know. I don't remember when I even got the job. <laughs> well, that's what I'm trying to figure out. So I didn't get the job like right away. I don't think I did either. But I know that the first night that I worked there was during a weeknight and not a weekend. How would you remember that, but you don't remember anything else? Because <laughs> I, I do remember the first night where I like I followed around the manager guy. One of the things that I remembered was that he said, you, as this as a person that does what you're doing right now, you get to pick the fries for their night. And it was like either the steak fries or the seasoned fries. Okay. What did you choose? The seasoned fries. Yeah. Cause the steak fries are just like mushy potato. Yeah. They have to be like super overcooked right. to be good. And so that's all I remember. And then at some point they like put me on like the grill and I didn't know what the hell I was doing. <laughs> and there was like this old guy that was working there too. Like he definitely wasn't a student and he was carrying like a big tub of a big tub of tomato sauce to make the chicken parm. And yeah. I think the sides got really hot and he dropped it. And I just remember like the, like the tomato sauce just like splattered like everywhere. And it got all over my, like my, my cargo pants, my cargo shants. <laughs> right. And, and then I was like, and I looked at him and I'm like, Oh God, like, do I get to go home now? <laughs> Did you? Or you I, think, I think I just wiped it off. I, I, I may have I may have just zipped the bottoms off. Right, because you had those fancy, <laughs> fancy cargo. My shants. Are you saying like short pants? Yeah, because they zipped off. Because those, yeah, but that would be like, what are the medium size pants then called? The capris. Oh, okay. Yeah, or short pants. <laughs> You're short. But you literally had pants that you would zip off and they would become shorts. Yeah. They would zip off right yeah. around the, right below the knee. Yeah. I remember I had a pair of those and you could zip it into three. <laughs> you could actually have like long pants, <laughs> like Capri style pants or shorts. That was like really specific. Yeah. They were very cool. Like why was that a thing in the early 2000s? Because you wanted versatility. <laughs> right. <laughs> Us college kids, we had to be ready for anything. <laughs> so then how did you trick your parents into giving you your social security card or your birth certificate? I don't know if I had to end up telling them or if I like told them it was like for a club or I don't know. They probably thought you were getting scammed. <laughs> like, oh, these people want to take his like ID and open up accounts for him. <laughs> oh, maybe. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm getting your credit card, mom. <laughs> So did you not have a job in high school? I worked uh, in my dad's like factory oh, every summer. So you never so. needed that sort of identification stuff. Right. Yeah. Like I just don't remember ever having to ask my parents or anything. Like, I mean, they didn't care. I'm pretty sure they didn't want me to work it either, but I know that I didn't carry yeah. that stuff on me. Yeah. You were just more responsible. So maybe <laughs> I mean, you got it. Maybe, you were not responsible at or all. Maybe I did have my social security number, I mean, my card on me. Yeah. Because I, I, I had a job like in the middle of the school year for like during winter break. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I don't think it's unreasonable to have your that card. I don't but think you're supposed to carry it on you. I think it says specifically yeah. on, on the card to not carry it on you. Oh, yeah. That's what's in my fireproof safe. Yes, know. it's a good spot for it. Um, yeah, so I believe that I had the job first and that you started working. Through because you. it would through you right or did we work yeah. there separately i think so i think through me because remember you got the you went to the radio station because of me because i made you i'm pretty sure I, I did that because i like wanted to through you yeah. because you were there but then i was like oh someone i know is doing it yeah it was actually interesting so then i but then we never worked on the same nights right or not well, i remember a specific i remember one specific night because we like took, we always took breaks to drink. Yes. Or maybe like you were in your room drinking and I would come back, get a drink. But I remember one specific night we took shots of 151. Yeah, that was bad news. And like we, we were useless. 
yeah i was like getting sick like my stomach was burning and then i I, like asked the manager if i could leave early and he was like you're not even on the schedule tonight (laughs) you're not even supposed to be here at all Do you remember who the manager was? Uh, I think, well, we were talking yesterday. I think it was the Khalid guy. and he, But he didn't even say, like, you should go home or anything. He just let you hang out. Yeah, I think it was because you were working is the only reason I ended up going. I was like, we'll work together. It'll be fun. But you weren't even scheduled. And then he didn't even stop no. you. No, you could. Well, wasn't your thing to, like, go clock in and then go leave and <laughs> come back and clock out at the end of the night that was like much later but yes once i figured out how the whole system worked i would like i think usually it was like done on a saturday and we would like go eat dinner and then i would go clock in and then we go and do stuff and then i'd come back at like 1 30 in the morning clock out and then we'd go home and then still get a check (laughs) i i never did that that scares me I don't. I mean, no one ever said anything. You were also on drugs most of the time, so that's allegedly, allegedly on drugs (laughs) most. But so I think I think as soon as like I I think as soon as I realized that he said to you, "You're not even on the schedule tonight," and like didn't care, I was like, "Huh, okay." And then like the bells went off. Yeah, because they weren't paying attention to the schedule. As long as there was like enough people to handle everything, right. And I think at that point, because I did work during the week, and then I realized this is stupid. Like, there's no point to working during the week, and I might as well just do this on the weekend. Yeah. Because but the weekend hours were longer. They were longer, sucked. but we were, like, nerds, and we didn't do anything anyways. I know. What should we have been doing the, all those weekends we worked? Partying. <laughs> we had our own form of partying. Yeah. Well, we went to that. You used to do those photography things for the different groups. And I think I followed you around with a camera once that didn't have any film in it. Uh, that's That sounds very reasonable. I also remember when I was on yearbook, like you and you and Jeff were like in every picture in the yearbook. Yeah, because I have that one yearbook from not our yeah. graduating year, but the year before. Yeah. And I think I was in that one more than I was in my graduate and our graduating year i don't even i didn't even get the our senior year one i don't think did we have to order it uh, yeah but i worked on it the first two years so i got it for free and then after that i just didn't care i don't even remember paying for it they had to have i don't know though hmm. maybe they don't charge it was a very thick book maybe i do have one yeah it was really big so then i don't know when the like the beginning of the whole like dining hall thing was like so hazy because I know that working during the week was like really like it was a lot more busy because on the weekends it only got busy like around like 1 a.m. Right. And then like on the weekdays it was like it was I think late night started at like 8 o'clock and it was always busy because people would like still be eating dinner. Yeah. And I remember when they the first time they told me to go grill something it was like someone ordered like a cheesesteak and I like didn't know what I was doing. And then the people that were there were like, whatever, just throw it on there until it gets brown or something like that. And then I was like, oh. That's, there was like, okay, so there was like specific sets of jobs. Like there were certain people that got to be on the register. I never got to be on the register. There was like people that were always good at like frying things in the back. Then there was the grill people. They fried things in the back? Yeah, there was like the fryers guys. I don't think I ever knew that existed and i know i definitely didn't work there because no, we had like cheese sticks and stuff you know so there was like the one side where you they cooked yeah, all the there was uh, like a back kitchen like the meat and stuff but then the other side was just like stuff that was just sitting there right being warm right like the cheese sticks and stuff yeah so they fried those in the back and then brought them out oh i didn't even know or i don't remember but, <laughs> but we also Oh, and then the, there was, the, like, the pizza people, and then sometimes we had nacho bar. Yeah, pizza and nachos, I remember, because that was what we did on the weekends. Yeah, we were the kings of those because people didn't want us doing anything else. <laughs> Even though I got kicked off of the pizza, like, station. Why? What happened? 
you don't remember the pizza Nazi? Oh, I remember the that, word pizza Nazi. Yeah, that, that Asian girl that like really hated me and like kicked me off. And I don't even think she was like a manager. She got really angry she at the way I was making pizzas. No, uh -oh. she, she got angry at the way I was making pizzas. Because it's not like anyone <laughs> taught me how to make them. I was just like, okay, let me put down some sauce and then let me put some cheese on top of it. And then I'll throw some toppings on. And then she got mad at me because she was like, oh, you're not putting enough sauce on or you're not putting enough cheese on or you're putting like your toppings are like too messy or something like that. And then I think I said to her, who cares? Like these are college kids. They'll eat anything. And then she got really upset at me. So we worked with a lot of people that were really into their jobs. Yeah. And I didn't understand it at all because then, to prove my point, I put my pizza off to the side and I was like, listen, like you make your pizza, I'll make mine. We'll see which one goes first. And they basically <laughs> both went away at the same time because kids came up and like, Oh, whatever, like pepperoni. Let me get that. And I'm pretty sure that was like, you were there. I just don't think you remembered. Yeah, I, I remember very little, but I like when you said pizza Nazi, I remember that part. Yeah, and then, and then I called her that and then she like heard and then she got really mad at me. <laughs> and now y'all are best friends and married. Yay. Nope. Just kidding. Just kidding. Lisa. Sorry. <laughs> and then I, and then when I got kicked off of that, I think we both migrated to the nacho station. Yeah, I think that's what we were best at. The nacho station. It kept us out of harm's way. The nacho station that didn't, that didn't really require anyone to be there. No, you literally just like stood there. Basically, our job was to be like, no, no, we don't make them. You make them yourself. <laughs> because, it's, because it's really a self-serve nacho bar. And we decided to sit behind it because it was a good place to sit. Yeah. And avoid the work yeah pretty much and i think the pay was like pretty good right i think at the time it was like nine or ten bucks an hour yeah, i was trying to figure that out but it was definitely more than we should have been making at the time i think minimum wage was like seven bucks an hour and yeah. they were paying definitely a couple bucks more yeah all that uh they were flush with all that late night money well i think had a lot of money to pay i think it went towards our work study like there was a limit that we could make per semester wait uh, okay so i wasn't on work study but you you were yeah. so is that how you ended up there maybe no because that was not something that like i talked about with anyone in my family uh, okay it wasn't part of the plan <laughs> um i do remember it when we were at the nacho station a lot of times people would ask us oh like they would just come right up and assume that we were going to make them their nachos and right <laughs> They, they would ask us for certain things and they would like spit out very long answers. And then we would say, we would just turn right back at them and say, oh yeah, you can go ahead and do that yourself. Yeah. I was trying to think like, was there something that we served? Like, was there like chicken or something um, that we had a scoop for them? So, I mean, or it was literally nothing. They could scoop everything themselves. There were times when like yeah. we would get bored and scoop things for them. Like every now and again, someone would be like, oh, can I get some sour cream? Because it was like towards the back and it was like they had to reach yeah. underneath the thing. So I'd be like, oh, yeah, sure. And I wouldn't ask them how much they wanted. So I would give them like the biggest scoop possible. <laughs> and ah, oh, nacho bars are the best. Like one time I did it and like the person's like hand like dropped. And then it was like a pound of sour cream. I think only break I think only like one or one or two people like were like, I don't want that much sour cream. <laughs> wait did they charge by the pound for yeah. nachos yeah it was weighted yeah <laughs> i just remember that i'm pretty sure that most people just turned around and then like scooped it out and threw it out before yeah. they, they paid for it right okay so nacho let's go to the real world don't you think nacho bars would be a great restaurant like that kind of style would it but be nacho. paid for by the pound? I never, th I, I totally forgot about that until that moment that that's how we did it. But um, maybe. Or would it be like an all you can eat nacho buffet? Well, my favorite restaurant is Soup Plantation. <laughs> Have you ever been to a Soup Plantation? No, but I know that they're in California and Melissa talks about them a lot. Yeah, they're just like, it's just a giant salad bar that you can go like back to. And they have nachos. So, no, it would be like that though. But you pay like one price for as much as you can eat. Right. And I think most nacho ingredients, I think, are relatively cheap, except for the meat and probably right. the guacamole. And so you'd have to police that somehow. Well, I know at Soup Plantation they do have the like the premium section that you have to pay extra to like grab bet, out of. I bet avocados are included there. I haven't seen it in a while. I think they might've done away with it, but 
it would be things like avocados. Yeah, because avocados are but expensive actually, as hell. Yeah, but they also don't keep, so you can't just like set them on a bar and leave them. That that would they would get really gross. That's true. Well, I don't know what. It was like tofu and stuff. And tofu costs like a nickel. I don't know why that's the only thing I can remember that was in the premium section. Very premium. Would, would your nacho bar be self-serve? Yeah, man. It would be like the same thing. You just like come in, you get a giant plate, and then you walk down the line making your nachos. How much would you charge for entry? Um. Well, I mean, I would need to know like how much stuff costs. I don't know how much anything costs. But I feel like college version of me would have been like a jerk and like just got like a giant plate of like ground beef and then put cheese over it and eat that. Well, yeah. Some people are like that. Well, okay. So soup plantation is more than you would pay for like a salad, but then you have to make up for it in volume. Is it like 15 bucks? I think it's like 15. Yeah. It's more a dinner over lunch. You would, but, you would pay more just to be able to eat smaller amounts of different things. Right. Yeah. Um, other places like fast food and stuff, don't they make a ton of money off their drinks? Right, the soda that costs them like yeah. half a penny to make. Yeah, so the drink, it's also all you can drink at Soup Plantation, but it costs like $3, so we never do that. But it's like a huge amount of money. I remember one time we went to a, a hometown buffet and mm. you know how they like, so it's like 12 bucks or 13 bucks for the dinner. And for like the buffet part, but then if you want like soda, it's an extra like two dollars. Yeah. And and if you just want like regular water, they give you like a cup. And I didn't realize that like the water cup wasn't like a, one of those red plastic cups. Right. And so I just filled up the white cup with soda, and they actually came up to me and they were like, "Oh, you need to get the red cup. You need to pay for that." You got policed, man. I know. And then and then I was like, "Oh, sorry, I didn't know." And then she took it away. Wow. So instead of letting you have free soda, they just threw it away. Yeah, she probably just took it to the back and dumped out the half a penny's worth of Pepsi. Oh, man, that's really good. Yeah, those people at that hometown buffet were like hardcore. And they really care about their job, I guess. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't like this goes back to like the dining hall where people, including that guy, Paul, the manager, who was like the, the career worker. Yeah. He, like, really was all about, like, making sure that I was always doing something. So do you think, like, I mean, there's nothing wrong with being a hard worker, <laughs> right? In, um, in in certain contexts, yes. Right. So that's what I'm asking. Like, what is the context where, like, being an overachiever is a little weird or right. annoying? So that, that, to me, would be, like, unless you were, like, you know, a single parent and you're, like, oh, this is my third job and I need this to, like, pay for, like, I don't know, braces or something like that, then fine. Like, but if you're a college kid and you're there to like, it's essentially like a dead end job. I feel like doing the bare minimum there is like kind of all right. (laughs) Kind of expected. So I think the reason we got away with so much and we were like the opposite of those people that tried really hard. And it was because of them that we were allowed to like (laughs) sit there and do nothing. So everyone that I gave horrible names to. Yeah. So they did... 150% 150% so we could do 50%. 50. And then 100 would be was, <laughs> 50 would be generous. But we we knew some other people that were like super into the job and I I don't know. I don't know what it was. Do you ever remember cleaning? I don't. That's the worst part of a job in food. No, but like you know how like when they close and then people start to clean. Yeah, I you feel just like I might have just left. I, I I remember even the cleaning buckets and like the cleaning rags that we had to use. Like that stands out in my head. So yeah, I remember cleaning. See, I don't, but I I mean I know what you're talking about because when I worked at the barbecue place for a month, like they had those red buckets that you filled up with like cleaning yeah. solution. I remember. Because we had to, like, refill the ice, like, in the soda machines. Do you remember the chariot? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I was... Wait, was that you or me? That was I th- me. I think... Or maybe it was both of us. Maybe it was both of us. And I think it was, like, you went to go do it because, I don't know, we were probably busy screwing off. But I think you, like, went to go fill the ice up of the soda machine. And you filled up the chariot with it. And then I was just sitting there doing nothing. So I'm like, oh, let me just follow him around. I think you were walking and I gave you a flat tire in your sneakers. Oh. <laughs> Do you remember that? No, I remember like 
I just remember the ice cart flipping. Yeah, because I gave you the flat tire. I thought it was on a night when we were really drunk, and so like I was trying to ride it. Um, and I, I'm it. pretty sure we we were like drunk, and and I remember like falling on the floor and like just laughing. Like I like was doubled over laughing. <laughs> what I think was that, the result of that? I think the pizza Nazi probably made a face at us. Well, she was definitely there. And I thought I was like gonna get fired, but I don't even. I like, I had to have sat there like for an hour picking up ice or something, or did we just like sweep it over a drain? Maybe I remember the ice just went flying everywhere, and it was still early in the night, and so there weren't that many people. Yeah, fond memory of late night. I mean, I can't like. I didn't care, so I couldn't have imagined that you cared too much. I think I was a level above you in the caring. <laughs> I gave I gave zero Fs, and you gave like one F. Yeah, you were like really bad. <laughs> because I knew that I wasn't going to be a career dining hall worker. Well, so I don't remember like how long I actually worked there, but I worked there in a summer. The summer I stayed at, at Boston College, I like got a job linen crew well i was on the linen crew but then at night i would go a couple nights a week i would go to the dining hall <laughs> it wasn't like late night it was just like normal dining hall right and that was because that manager loved me so much Khalid. yeah yeah so it was the younger guy was like managing the dining hall over the summer and he liked me. He probably liked you because he knew that, like, you didn't give a crap about the job. No, man. In the summer, they care. It was like Paul was the only worker. <laughs> it was like Paul and me every day. But I think I gave up on it. I like I gave up on that job so many times, and they would just take me back like a few weeks later yeah, because they pro- when I need because they probably again. can't find people to like work those shifts because yeah. I think they only had those like the the local like people work like actual meals and then like late night they were like oh we can't bring these people here we need college kids to work here yeah maybe late night was all just so we could have jobs pretty much did you ever work on on the lower campus dining hall i i can't remember i feel like no because every now and again you would have like an older guy with like a chef's hat down there right. like working working like the, the grill because we lived off campus junior year so we definitely didn't work there then nope so it would have had to be sophomore year. I could barely make it to campus to, for classes when we lived off campus. Oh man, I I stopped doing everything. If you think if you think about it, like we lived maybe a mile away. That was like a twenty minute walk, but it felt like we were like in a different city. I mean, I think technically we were in a different city. We were in Brighton, right? Instead of making a twenty minute walk, I like waited thirty minutes for a train ride. Yeah, it was a weird walk though, too, and. I remember so vividly like it had just snowed and I was waiting for the train and like they hadn't even like plowed or anything. Right. And so you get off the train and there's just like one row where everyone's walking. Right. And so I'm like letting everyone pass me that's getting off the train and the train just left me. <laughs> I was like standing in snow so these people could walk by on the little path. And then so I could use the path to get on the train, and the train left. It snowed a lot that year because I remember having a lot of classes canceled. Yeah. And I remember just giving up and going home, canceling my own classes (laughs) that year. The funny thing is that I lived down the street from where we lived for like eight years after we graduated. Yeah. Yeah. I think I got to see you there. Right. And then like... I would run there. I would run to campus and be like, oh, it's only a mile away. Yeah, we should have been more active at that point in our lives, yeah. probably. I think I tried to run once with my iPod, my my 2003 iPod that was like 10 pounds heavy. Yeah, but you wouldn't have been able to do it in the winter anyway. No, probably not. Yeah, so I can't remember if I worked on lower sophomore year at all. <laughs> or, That's how blurry that year is. Or senior year. So senior year is when I got a job at the coffee shop. Oh, I didn't even know that. Across the street element i did not know i did i don't even know what that place is what i never went what? there I, I didn't drink coffee we, we had tea i drank pe- did it. you guys have pepsi because i drank pepsi <laughs> we had italian sodas let's talk about how much pepsi you drank <laughs> did i drink a lot oh, of pepsi <laughs> i just remember like in the apartment oh there was always like stacks of pepsi oh yeah because i had like a 
every morning I had a banana and a can of Pepsi for my breakfast. Ah, <laughs> uh, breakfast. It was either a banana or a Mama Celeste pizza for breakfast. Pretty good breakfast. Yeah, I drank a lot of Pepsi uh, back then, and now I limit it to like once every like four months. Well, okay, so my new job we have sodas so i'm way tempted like every time so i drink way more sodas than i should now free sodas no but we can put them on a tab so you just have an ongoing tab but we have to pay full price for that when i was at the barbecue place they had coke products in cans and i would like occasionally have one or i would occasionally take one and bring it home and they would just sit in my fridge and it would be like my like dessert for like the week (laughs) but you hated coke i thought um yes but it's free so that trumps that trumps my my preference for pepsi so i can see like soda machines they always give away free stuff like the soda fountains because that's when it costs like a dollar or like a cent right because it's just syrup and water yeah but with cans like well they didn't care that's good you can get it for free i wish uh i wish i could get a drink for free at my new job oh yeah not anymore though since i don't work there right so if you're gonna go like what tempts you to buy a soda now and what soda do you get um so i have to be eating something like i'm probably either at a restaurant or i'm at costco eating a slice of pizza it has to be something like pizza or hot dog a hot dog or a hamburger that i'm eating that like and even then it's like pretty rare and it's pepsi um pepsi or coke i prefer pepsi colas colas though yeah sometimes like so costco is pepsi products and actually going back to that um their hot dogs which are like footlong all beef hot dogs are a dollar fifty and they come with a free soda that you can refill a good deal yeah no that price has been the same since like the 70s or something like that how much do they charge for just a soda um i think like probably not much i don't even think it's on the menu i think they make you buy a hot dog oh it's like you get a free hot dog with your soda (laughs) but they they have like um they have those vending machines that have the 20 ounce bottles and those are a dollar that's a good deal on those because i think if you go to the mall i think it's like two dollars like three dollars what the shop we sell cans and they're 75 cents that's pretty but i always get dr pepper the cans at 75 cents is pretty good yeah it's a good deal that's like 1998 prices <laughs> i remember when they were 50 cents that's as far back as i go yeah, that's that was in like 94 and that was corner store prices too well the corner stores they always have the buy two for a dollar or right you know where if you buy a million they're a good deal now they, now they do that back then it was just 50 cents and people would just buy what they oh. needed and not do this whole like this whole deal searching for soda <laughs> It's like I can save 11 cents if I go across the street. How's your throat over there? I don't have enough beer, so my throat is like drying up. <laughs> what kind of beer are you drinking? <clears throat> um, fancy Sam Adams Keller beer. Hazy with herbal hoppiness. Does that uh, take you back to Boston? Is that why you drink Sam Adams? Um, no. Well, I prefer PBR because it's cheap. Um, this I got because it was like in a variety pack, six different kinds of beer. So I was like, I'll give this a try. So why are you such a cheapskate? Because I like, I like watered down beer. I like the fizziness and I, if it were up to me, I would drink the soda, but I know it's not good for me. (laughs) But so beer is better than soda. Like I feel like it is. Doesn't beer have like a lot of carbs though, which is then just sugar anyway um or is that not right it is but i think it's like minimal i don't know i the beers that i drink are basically water anyway so it doesn't really matter um that reminds me of like our alcohol choices in college because a it was hard to like sneak beer around but b like i didn't even like beer so we were like hardcore on the booze right because it's easier to transport yeah but do you remember like the vodka that we would drink? Of the that came from the plastic handle. Yeah, Rubinoff. No, it was called Reservoir Reservoir Vodka. I think uh, both of them. I think they had different brands, and I think they were basically the same thing, but they had different labels. But it was like bottled down the street. Oh, was it? <laughs> yeah, it was like the Reservoir. It was like around the Reservoir. Oh, I what didn't. What is realize. the Reservoir like that? I'm talking about. Yeah, no, I, I know what you're talking about. I didn't realize what? that was it was bottled there. Yeah, that's why it was called Reservoir Vodka. Huh. 
Um, or it was like repackaged there or whatever. Right. But what was that reservoir called so that people have perspective? The Chestnut Hill Reservoir. Okay. That was where they found a dead body in 2012. It was a PC kid. He went to Marianne's, the, the bar that everyone at Boston College went to except for us. And then I think one night when he left, he was drunk, and then he never they never found him until they searched that reservoir like a thousand times. Wow. Yeah. And he was friends with Bruce Springsteen's kid that was at Boston College at the time. What? We met Bruce Springsteen's kid? Yeah. Evan was really mad about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. He would be. Yeah. And I think Bruce Springsteen like put up something on social media about the kid. Hmm. Yeah. But he was there. And then I don't know whatever happened to it. But I'm assuming the kid just got drunk and fell into the reservoir. Wow. Yeah. I did not hear that. Sorry, I was trying to find Reservoir Vodka, but there's a like a fancy, uh, fancy whiskey place called Reservoir. I don't, I don't even know if that. Oh, I'm pretty sure that liquor store still exists. That Walgreens that was there does not exist anymore, though. It became a bank. I don't remember any of those places. <laughs> Do you remember Pino's Pizza? Okay, so there was a place that was famous because they had like a giant burger you could eat. Oh, um, Eagles Deli, Eagles Nest Deli. Is that? Yeah, is that close by? Yeah, that's is that where you're talking yeah, about? That area. Okay. It's still there. They fixed it up though, so it's like actually not as gross and disgusting as before. I don't I don't think I ever went there, but it was on like a travel channel show. Yes. Man versus food. Yeah, that stupid guy. He probably failed. He failed everything. <laughs> Adam Richman. <laughs> yeah, let's get him on. <laughs> let's interview him. He's not him. the guy anymore. They replaced him. Uh, hopefully the new person can actually like complete some of the challenges. I, I think what happened was he, I think doctors probably told him that he couldn't keep doing the food challenges. And so then the show became like uh, food nation versus or man nation versus food where he got like random people to do it instead of him. Uh, and then that like didn't work and now they have like the new guy i like eating food because it fills my belly but you don't eat to excess i no, i just don't like care about food that much <laughs> enough to like enough to watch it about it on tv that's really dumb to me i watch it just because there's nothing else to watch what there is literally seven billion things to watch and it's all garbage but food shows about food isn't garbage I like to look at it, and then I'd say to myself, oh, that looks good. Maybe I'll go get something similar to that, like pizza. Dude, I'm going to send you this awesome website called Yelp.com. <laughs> and sometimes I do look at that. I look at what's in the area, and I scroll through the photos. I guess if you were like, okay, here's a situation. Oh, actually, no, I have a, I know something. There's like um, a restaurant where you eat in total darkness, that sounds awful. So I, I saw a show about that. I'm not a fan of restaurants that have really dim lighting because it just makes me want to go to sleep. No, this is literally like zero lighting and they get like blind people to work there. But then how do you see what you're eating? You don't. What? That's the point. So what is it like sensory deprivation and then you like you like taste yeah, I, the food? I guess you like enjoy the food more. But then you don't know what they're feeding you. That's like a lot of trust happening here. I'm I'm sure you still order things. Right. No, I know that. But like, what if there's like a oh, hair on the food or like it's yeah. not. Well, this place is called uh, Market 17 Dining in the Dark served as a blind tasting menu. So you don't even offer or you don't even order, order anything. Right. You just yeah. eat what they give you. Right. Which I've, I've done that before. But like I usually want to see. Yeah, I want to be able to see the presentation of it. Do they cook it in the dark too? <laughs> that I do not. That would be very talented. <laughs> I can't even go to this website because it's in Flash. I can't. Um, but there's a place in LA called Opaque. This sounds, um, that sounds awful. I want I want to be able to see my food. No, I love it. Um, we never got to do it. But so, do you like anything? Or uh, like, there's a place. I think it's in Vegas where you, it's more a bar though. But it's like. Uh, it's all like made out of ice. Oh, I hate that. I don't want to be cold. <laughs> but they give you a jacket, maybe. Yeah, but someone else has worn that jacket. That's disgusting. <laughs> Some other drunk person has put that jacket on. You don't know where they've been. So I'm guessing... Because they had that in Boston, and it was like an ice yeah. bar or something like that. And they, you had to pay for admission. Just to stand in the cold. Yeah, and then you had to pay to get in, and then you had to pay for your drinks. And it didn't make any sense for me because it was like they opened in the middle of winter, and it was like already cold outside. So why would you do this? Okay, so 
when you were uh, like courting your wife, didn't you do like really nice dinners and stuff? We did do nice dinners. We didn't go to a nice that bar. That was like your thing. So what was like the weirdest, not food wise, but like atmosphere wise, did you do anything like interesting like that? Um, no, because she actually takes her food very seriously. Mm-hmm. And she would not go for gimmicky things like that. So she shared in my <clears throat> my distaste for ice bars. Well, okay, I understand the ice bar, <laughs> but like I think the you need to ask her about the dining in the dark thing. She would hate it. I can tell you, she would hate it. Why? She would want to be able to see the food because she cares about presentation. But this is about taste, right? And it's 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 about everything. It's like the entire like dining experience. This is just a different experience. <laughs> what what if the food tastes like so much better when you're not like ooh, there's like a little vein, right? No, it, so if it it would have to taste like like way like head above like shoulder, head and shoulders above everything else for us to try it out. What was the most expensive oh God. dinner without, like, alcohol? We don't even drink. Yeah. Because uh, I, I can outspend you on booze alone. Right. No. We, we've gone to pretty pricey dinners. I think, like, a thousand. Do you still do that? Or? No, we haven't because we're in the middle of nowhere and they don't have those things here. But in New York City, like, we went to Per Se where we had to, like, get dressed up. And they had, like, <clears throat> tasting menus. And it, it made me sick to see like this old couple and like two like teenaged kids sitting at the table over from us and i'm like who would spend this much money for food for their teenage kids they weren't even teenagers they're like 10 years old so what is per se known for Uh, i'm looking it up right now um american i don't know what it was it's like american cuisine it's like hard to get reservations Mm -hmm. and it's like 12 or 13 courses or something like that. So you pay like this is three hundred and forty dollars, and you just they just like keep bringing you all this stuff. Uh, there's a menu, and they don't keep bringing it, and, yeah. and, and it's very small portions. You will not leave right. full, and you have to like you'll have to go and like get food somewhere else after. You just stop at McDonald's on the way home. Prob- no, you know, I mean, you're in New York City. You can get something better than that, but <laughs> well, okay. it was not satisfying. But was it all good? Um. My palate isn't that refined, and I think no. Melissa was underwhelmed by it because I think it's like so hyped up, and also their menu never changes. And so it's like I think in culinary circles, people say that like their high price tag is no longer deserved because it's like stagnant. Well, I'm looking at the menu right now, and like some of the things you have to pay extra for. Yeah. Even no, they have upgrades, which is both like yeah. BS. That's hilarious. Right. And so you can add like caviar to things or you can add like foie gras to things for an extra like $50. Oh boy. Yeah, oh boy. It's a giant racket. All right. So that was a thousand dollar meal easily. Yeah. But not worth it. Before tip. Yes. But, and no booze. Uh, I think we ended Well, I mean, we went with like a group of people and I think they ordered right. wine at the end of it. They have like, instead of like part of the dessert is that they have like this giant box of chocolates that like has like 40 different kinds or something like that. And I think the, the thing is, is like, he'll come up to you and he'll like open, he'll present this box to you and you can like tell him what you want. Right. And he'll say like what each thing is. Yeah. And then you can, you can be like, Oh, what's this? And he'll just say it. And you'll just be like, Oh, what's this? What's this? What's this? And he'll just like keep giving it to you. But it's like tiny pieces of chocolate that are like the size of your like fingernail. So like, fancy dining is just really awkward situations like thousand dollar awkward situations yeah pretty much although we did go to a sushi place in boston that was not nearly as awkward and still expensive but not that expensive and it was like much more pleasant i feel like with sushi things are expensive because the fish that that they use is like really rare or something versus like being like a potato (laughs) an 80 dollar potato so yeah i think a lot of the money goes to the the sushi chefs who were like trained for a very very long time right and they have that kind of fish where if you don't do it right you can die (laughs) well that's if you eat like that poisonous fish or whatever yeah but i mean they train as long as like melissa trained to be a doctor right just to catch fish (laughs) but there's one funny story from that 
where we went to this place called Oya in Boston. And I think at that point we had only been dating for like two or three months. And I had no idea about this whole world of like expensive sushi. And I didn't realize it was, it would be as expensive as it was. And then at one point they brought out this, like it was a roll and they had like some kind of like homemade potato chip with truffle oil on top of it. And I ate it and I was like, huh, it tastes like a Pringle. <laughs> That, that really ruffled some feathers. Uh, yeah, did you get kicked out? No, I didn't say that out loud. Yeah, that that's like when you go to a fancy place and like ask for salt. It's like so offensive. <laughs> I I liken the things that I eat to like normal everyday things. So like I'll say things like taste like Ritz crackers or like they taste <laughs> yeah. like Cheez-Its and it really gets people going. That's really good. So really like the whole fancy eating thing is was like a date thing more. No, we still did it later on. Like cuz she likes food. Yeah. She can't do it as much because of keto. And right. also it's just not available here. Would you ever like go to take her to a fancy restaurant but then you yourself get like <laughs> Like a pizza or something. You you can't do that, though. That's the problem. Like, usually, like, the fanciest places have, like, tasting menus. And, like, they require both of you to do it. So, in your ideal world, what what would be, like, the best kind of meal? Because it doesn't sound like you're really into this. I am not. I would... So, I could eat... I could eat pizza every single meal of of the day for the rest of my life. And I would be perfectly happy. (laughs) I have like three main food groups that I prefer over all, all everything else. And that would be pizza, cheeseburgers, <laughs> and barbecue. Okay. Where's the best cheeseburger? Uh, I would say I enjoy In-N-Out, but I wouldn't say it's the best cheeseburger. So you came to visit me a few times in <laughs> California. <laughs> And literally, like, the first thing you do is you ask for In-N-Out. Then for every meal, you want to go to In-N-Out. And then right before you leave, (laughs) that's the last thing you want is In-N-Out. I can say that the last three times or however many times I've been to California to go with Melissa and visit her family, that's pretty much the same thing that we do. (laughs) We met in Los... When I was still living in L.A., we met, like, a couple college buddies. We all met in vegas for your bachelor party what was the first thing we did we went in and out right did we yeah i think i picked you up from the airport and you oh yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) because it's not here it's not on the west coast or it's not in the east coast and it's like not in the middle of the country it's too bad you can't buy one for for the price of their food it is like the best cheeseburger all right but it tastes like like I, I would say that I like Shake Shack's cheeseburger a lot as well, but it's way more expensive. Oh. Yeah. So the value right. of In N Out is the best. Yes. And right. it, and because I'm so cheap, it makes it taste better <laughs> to me. Right. The more meals you can get for a dollar fifty, right. the more thousand dollar meals your wife can have. <laughs> yes. That's about right. Oh. That reminds me like when we were in college together, you wouldn't go places and you saved money really well. So that's probably why you had a job and you literally always said it's for like my family in the future. Did, did I say that? <laughs> yeah. Like as an 18 year old, you were like a cheap bastard. Oh man. And we all thought it was just like a joke, which maybe it was at that point, but you were always like, no, I need money for my family. <laughs> Oh man, I can't wait until what? Like, what if I have a wife someday? Here's like, this part. She'll love this part. <laughs> I I wish I could remember like a specific instance I of that, wish, but it was like a general. I wish thing. I remembered that. You know, I guess not much has changed. Yeah, you're a cheap <laughs> bastard. Because no, I told her, like, there are times when, like, when things are free, they just taste better. <laughs> right okay or like she'll like where she works they have like free snacks that she can't really eat but she'll bring it home and she feels like it normalizes her because she can't eat that stuff but like people see her holding it and like it makes her look normal okay but she brings it home to me and then i'll eat it like right away but then when we go to the store she's like oh do you want to get some of that i'm like no 
And she's like, why not? You eat it when I bring it home. And it's like, well, right. that's free. free yeah. That makes sense. I get it. <laughs> I can't wait until she hears this. <laughs> Hi, Melissa. <laughs> um, so I we, we need to go, but yes. on a final note, just in terms of I would much rather – I've never done this, obviously, because I've never had a thousand dollars. But I would rather spend that and like try some crazy booze. Like we went to a whiskey bar once, and we got a flight, and some of the whiskeys were like a hundred dollars a shot. We didn't get any of them, but see, I wouldn't be into this. Yeah, so that I would much rather spend if I was going to spend five a thousand dollars on that kind of event i'd rather be booze related the problem with that is it would still taste like alcohol and i wouldn't be into it right that super <laughs> refined palate of yours like if, it if you if it tasted like pepsi but there was like a ton of alcohol in it uh, i'd be like oh wow this is worth a thousand dollars have you ever have you tried the uh not your dad's root beer yeah i have tried it and it's okay but you can't drink too much of it why not because it's just it's too it's too like carbonated it's too uh, well that's the same thing you're not going to drink a hundred pepsis right although so. some people can drink like lots of beers true all right well right. that was fun my my boss <laughs> sorry <laughs> my boss gave us a really nice bottle of scotch i'm gonna go drink some of that you should be sipping on that while you do the podcast i should i didn't have anything today oh. i don't know Yesterday I had tea. Well, I hope you have your Red Invasion quote lined up and ready to go. I'm, I'm so ready. I've been looking. I've been staring. I looking at this website and like one of the recent posts is Antifa. 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 Antifa means air raid. Oh, that's your quote. And there's a bunch of well, it's like the title of recent post, and there's a bunch of things in German. <laughs> this is a Red Invasion quote. This is a Joey Chaos quote? No, this, it's like, uh, so the website I'm on, I feel like it's some like communist <laughs> blog or something. Mm. Occupy Kurtz, Kurtz, Concert. Mm. Oh, Concert in London. Now the FBI are going to come into your door. I know. I'm scared of this website. Okay. All right. Um, thanks for listening, everyone. And just remember, in the immortal words, <laughs> <laughs> Of Joey Chaos. Joey Chaos, right? Yeah, Joe Chaos. Joe Chaos. When I named the group, I was really intrigued by Mark McCarthyism and shit. <laughs> that's it? Yeah, that's it. Awesome. All right. Please rate and subscribe. Thanks. Bye. <laughs>